and I'm already planning on what trail we want to hike and where we want to go and how I plan it out, but it's based around good, healthy choices. And that's the kind of influence. So yes, obesity is contagious, but good health is contagious as well. I'm Christy Code Red, and you're listening to Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle, where we believe food holds the power to heal or poison, and we believe our society has been misled regarding proper nutrition and weight loss. You're in the right place if you're looking for some straight up truth, because I'm here to shed light on the lies and brainwashing that has taken place over the past five decades. Thanks so much for listening. Welcome back to another episode of Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle. I'm your host, Christy Codred, author, entrepreneur, retired professional boxer, being joined by Carrie Thompson. And you know, we I say welcome back, but I don't know if you're going to like this podcast too much, but man, we are we are chomping at the bit to talk about this because I hope, I mean, I think it's going to ruffle some feathers and I kind of hope it does. Our last couple of podcasts have ruffled feathers, Christy. It has ruffled feathers. And I think that's fine. I mean, you listen to enough love and peace. And happiness. <laughs> you need something different in your life. You need something that shakes you up. And even if you don't agree, it made you think, and that's better than sitting in front of the TV. Oh, hundred <laughs> percent today, guys, the name of the podcast is obesity. Contagious is obesity. Contagious. Now we Spoiler alert. I mean, actually, I don't I haven't talked to Carrie about this ahead of time. All I did was email her and say, could you podcast with me on on Friday? And here's the subject. And she said, yeah, sure. And so we have not. So I actually don't know what she feels. So you guys are going to hear it for the first time. Spoiler alert for me. Yeah, of course, it's, it's contagious. And I'm going to prove it to you because I do have a, a study backing it up. But Carrie, initial reactions from you. I want to hear it. I, when I first heard the topic, of course, again, this is Christy has never heard me talk about this. I do think obesity is contagious because I would ask you, Christy, is happiness contagious? Yeah. Is feeling good about yourself contagious? Yes. So why wouldn't obesity be contagious? I, so many things in this life are contagious and not contagious in the same sense. I don't, I mean, unless the study shows something I don't know about as like catching a cold, obviously, but Dr. Hyman has said it for years. The people you surround yourself determine what your health future looks like. And so I can't wait to hear it. I can't wait to hear about the study. Yeah. And now we have some proof. All right. So I'm going to link all this up below and we're going to flash it on the screen as I talk about it. For those of you watching on YouTube, uh, feel free to go check the stats yourself. I highly encourage you to read this study. This is in the New England Journal of Medicine from 2007, and it goes over 12,067 participants over the course of 32 years. And the name of the study is the spread of obesity in in a large social network over 32 years. Wow. I'm just going to read directly from the study so that you guys kind of know. I'm not going to read the whole thing, of course, because it really gets deep down into the uh, metrics and we don't want to know all that. But basically what we're looking at here, here's what they did. We evaluated a dense social network of 12,067 people from 1971 to 2003. And they, they looked at the body mass index and they, they looked at all kinds of other things. And they said that they wanted to examine whether weight gain in one person was associated with weight gain in his or her friend, sibling, spouse, or neighbor. Interesting. Yeah. So I don't know. Do you, do you, want, it to, do you want to take a guess, sis? 
at <sighs> these staggering. I don't know. It's pretty, it's pretty so it's shocking. Percentage of people whose weight gain was reflected in their, in the people in their life. And I wonder, was it the ever other people in their life that affected them? Like which one came first, the chicken and the egg? Right. But I'm going to guess, uh, I'll guess high. I'm going to guess 70%, 60, oh. 60. 60%. Well, we're looking at over 12,000 people over 32 okay. years. Okay. So that's, you know, it's, that's, it's pretty high, but let's, let me just get to the meat and potatoes here. I'm scrolling down. I'm looking, okay. I should have had this. All right. It says here, I'm looking at just the results paragraph again, please feel free to click on the link that I have for you guys to look this up yourself. You can hear this yourself. All right, here we go. A person's chances of becoming obese increased by 57% if he oh. or she had a friend who became obese. That was the first stat. So, so over half, six out of 10, almost 5.7 out of 10 people are going to gain weight if their friend gains weight. That's what the study showed. Yes, that's exactly right. Among pairs of adult siblings, if one sibling became obese, the chance that the other would become obese increased by 40%. Oh my gosh. And you've seen those families, sis. You've seen that we, uh, we, we've seen those families where the, the kids are all obese or, or yeah. m- overweight and struggling. Oh my gosh. Wow. And the last stat, the statistic I want to share with you is uh, if one spouse became obese, the likelihood that the other spouse would become obese increased by 37%. Christy, what did they, did they talk anything? First of all, the numbers are staggering. Yeah. Second of all, did they talk a little bit about why did they dive into why in the study, why they thought this was happening? Like, I mean, cause obviously they're not just asking people, what's your weight? They're saying, why do you think you became overweight? Like what were people, I I know this is anecdotal. This isn't right. That's not the hard number. Like the hard numbers you just gave us. You know, I, I didn't read. I mean, it's quite a few pages here. Oh, and I looked cute. and I, I looked, you know, I, I mean, we evaluated a network of 12,067 people who underwent and repeated measurements over a period of 32 years. We examined several aspects of the spread of obesity, including existence of cluster of obese people within the network, the association okay. between one person's weight gain and weight gain among his or her social contacts, the dependence of this association on the nature of social ties you know, and on and on and on. I mean, they just, they looked at, at lots of different, different metrics, dif- not metrics, but different angles. Oh my gosh. Well, JJ Virgin, celebrity nutritionist and author and trainer to the celebrities or whatever she says about herself. She is very fit. And she, I mean, she's tall and slim. And she says, if you want to get in better shape, if you want to have better health, get yourself a fit friend, get yourself a healthy friend. So there has got to be something. If no one in your office brought Halloween candy, then it wouldn't be there. It wouldn't be there. There's got to be something to this, Christy. There really does. Right. And, and we talk about this on the 10 pound takedown, which is happening all the time in the code red app, coderedlifestyle.com forward slash app. And you can join the 10 pound, 10 pound takedown at any point that you're ready. And we talk about clean out your newsfeed and it's the newsfeed on social media. Yes, but it's also show me your friends. Show I'll show you your future type of thing. And the other saying that goes around a lot is you are the sum of the five people you hang around the most. And you guys, we talk about this all already, but did you, do you realize how significant this is that you are really fighting an uphill battle battle when you have fat friends around you? Yeah, it is really hard. Chrissy. Now 
you don't have bad lifestyle behaviors at all. But I will say that if I'm with you and you're like, well, do you want to have this that's off the list? I'll be like, heck yeah, I'm all in. Woo! I am not. I, I thought the same thing, sis. I thought the same thing because I was just thinking to myself, okay, so you're out to dinner with friends and everybody says, hey, should we order dessert? Like miles. I mean, it didn't even have to be anything says, no, I don't think I'm going to order dessert. I'm telling you, I don't order dessert. And no. same thing with you and I, Carrie, like I would we would we feed it off each other. I mean, I was yeah. I, I when I saw this study, I was like, oh, my gosh. And I said, well, I wonder if that happens to me. Indeed, it does. It even happens to me. And I mean, I try to be the more inf- I pr- try to always be the positive influence around people. But it happens when when you're with somebody you're really comfortable with, like I am with you. No, let's be clear. You are the better influence. <laughs> I'm just going to go. I don't even there, there's not even an argument, y'all. Like, I don't even know. It is. Christy's it. If I get, we're picking, pick Christy. Put your money on that horse. <laughs> I'm just going to say it. <laughs> now, I, neither of us drink, but I could see that if we were big drink. One time, Christy and I went out and we were, it was a very special dinner, like a once in a lifetime kind of thing. And we each got a drink and we were like, I don't know. I don't know. You're going to get a drink. I might get a drink. You're going to get a drink. It was like a once in a lifetime. We do not drink. I can't even, that was probably the last time I've drank in, in yeah, years. Yeah, it was last time just, me too. Yeah, I mean, I'm not, I'm not a big drinker. So I'm, I'm just using that as an example is that if someone else is doing things like that around you, it is going to naturally happen to you no matter how strong you are. And again, I keep going back because of the time of year of this recording. If the Halloween candy is not in the office, if it's not there, you're not going to eat it. If Betty, if everyone in the office is on a water drinking challenge, there's not going to be Coke in the fridge. It's just, it is so true. I, it's too bad. We needed a 30 year study to show us this Christy, but your community is what determines your health. And it's really too bad. If I went, if I were around a bunch of people that were like, you know, even now, like, we're going to meet me here. You're going to, it's like working out, you know, moving your body every day. I'll meet you at the gym or how much water do you have down? Our dad always will friend people who are struggling with code red and say, will you be my water drinking buddy? And he texts them how much water he has during the day. And he encourages them to keep moving forward with their water drinking. And that's just an example of community making a difference in your health. How about the freshman 15? People get to college in your freshman year of college and you gain 15 pound, pounds, not because not necessarily because there's no healthy food anywhere. That is simply not the case. There is healthy food on campus, but it's because everybody's out having pizza. Everybody's drinking. This is what your friends are doing. And it's so much easier to jump in and join when everybody ordered pizza. It's an and and the acceptance. I mean, let's talk about acceptance. Uh, we have become so fat friendly in this society. You know, when you follow the Lizzo's of the world who are posting rubbing her belly and be like, "Ooh, I love how fat I am. That becomes the norm to you. And I'm telling you, it's it shouldn't be the norm. No, it shouldn't. And, and I do have a solution for the freshman 15. It's called the divorce diet. I don't know if you've ever heard of it. <laughs> <laughs> that was terrible. I'm teasing. Getting everyone. divorced at freshman at, at a freshman in college. I know. No, I'm just saying. Like you know how people get. I always see these women. They're like really skin, skinny, and other women go, "Well, she went through the divorce diet," and I'm like, "Oh, the divorce diet. I've been on that train a few times. <laughs> it works really well. A little bit of stress. I don't know. It, it works great. But I do think the other thing with with the freshman 15, Christy, is that you, if you're going to the dorms, they require you to purchase 
the food there. You are you can eat off campus, but you have to purchase a minimal amount of food. So they had kids that were starving, kids that couldn't afford to go to college, but they wouldn't buy food, but then they would pay their tuition and, and buy a board or buy room, but no board. And so all of a sudden, now there is stuff available to you that was not available before. It's It's just like going on a cruise. I normally would not eat that much, but on a cruise, it's like, well, it's all here. I got to have papaya every day. Yes. Well, carry at home. You don't have papaya every day. Well, everyone's eating boats of pineapple and everyone's eating Caesar salad at 2 a.m. Well, I'm not even up at home at 2 a.m. Why do I? It's just about the culture that you're in in that moment. Same idea with friends. You're in that eat all you can because we're on a ship kind of culture. Eat all you can because we're at the buffet and it's super dangerous. So then what about norm, what about my comments about normalizing fat, normalizing obesity and making it to where we have all these uh, plus size models and we have all these. Now, I believe that women have different body shapes and we should display all kinds of different body shapes. But we shouldn't normalize obesity and make it OK. Well, and I think that kind of goes back to our other podcast about being happy at any size, being healthy at any size. I mean, you know, I don't think we should normalize. I mean, if people are in that situation, I don't think we should shame them and make them feel bad for that situation, but we shouldn't be like, Oh, being 300 pounds, no matter how tall you are is completely fine. And it's healthy. And you're going to be fine. You're going to live a long, happy, healthy life. Cause you aren't, I mean, you're not, if you don't have diabetes, it's coming for you. If you don't have high blood pressure, it's coming for you. If you don't have sleep apnea, it's coming for you. Even if you're on Instagram naked and rubbing yourself all over, like I see these crazy people do that the health consequences still exist. So I agree with you, Christy. I mean, we shouldn't shame anybody or fat shame them or be down on them for being heavy, but we shouldn't be like, we shouldn't celebrate it. We shouldn't celebrate being that size. We should celebrate you loving yourself. That's fine. If you want to love yourself, but it shouldn't be, no one should think this is healthy. If they want to think it's okay, that's up to them. But no one should think this is a healthy life. It's not a healthy life. And Lizzo proclaims to be not to get off on her. I really do like her, but she's like vegan, this vegan, that. And the other day, my daughter said, well, you know, she's vegan. I'm like, but, but she's a hundred pounds overweight. Like oh, it's, at least sis. Yeah, I mean, bigger it's, than and that. it's not, and I'm not down on her. I'm just using it as an example of, of that whole Probably idea. Obese. So if, yeah. if you surround yourself with that kind of thing all the time, then it becomes normal to you to see people that are 200 pounds overweight, again, not shaming them, but it's not healthy. And then we change our idea of what's okay. Christy, remember Wally? Oh yeah. Yes. Where at the end of the movie, before everybody landed on earth, they literally sat in chairs and just were fed constantly all day long. They didn't do anything with their physical bodies anymore. And I so worry that we're coming to that point where everybody is like that. Everybody looks like that. And it just becomes what society is all about. And that's where this idea of the people around you being heavy, gaining weight and affecting you. Now, Thanksgiving of 2021, I will be spending myself, Miles, mom and dad, and a, a couple other family members will be spending Thanksgiving at Carrie's house in Kentucky. And we're really looking forward to it. But something I said to Carrie here recently, because not everybody in our family is code red. And Carrie said, you know, I'm thinking Carrie as in, you know, you, you had said yeah. this, I'm just telling everybody, I don't know if yeah. that sounds weird that I'm speaking in third person or I'm not speaking. Anyway, you get it. Carrie had said to me, Hey, you know, I just, this is what I'm kind of thinking about having around for food. 
And this is kind of what I'm thinking about doing, but I know that so-and-so doesn't really, you know, they like to have their, their cookies, their red vines, things like that. And so-and-so likes to have their donuts and so-and-so likes that. Should I provide those things? And I said to Carrie, these exact words, sis, please don't bring that into your house. Please. I am begging you. I am there Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and I will struggle if I am stuck in, not stuck, but I'm in a house stuck in the same room with donuts and Keebler Elf cookies and Red Vines and, you know, Mike and Ike's and, and, and Diet Pepsi. I will struggle. I don't want to have that. I said, sis, one of the things I love about being at your house is the fact that I don't, that it's all code red, that I don't have to be tempted for days and days on end. Right. If you want to cheat, you'd have to get the rice out, get the rice cooker out. Right. Then you'd have to get some water and then you'd have to put it all together. And then you have to plug it in and then you'd have to wait 30 minutes. So it's too much work to cheat. I agree with Christy. And that is my favorite thing about being at your house is that it's not a temptation. There's not candy and cookies and cakes. So Christy and I have a cousin and in their house, it is literally stressful to me to be at their house. And I, I'm not there much anymore, but it's awful. It is everything that ever tempted me in the whole world, staring me in the face. And it's so it's like, it would be like being in a store and everyone say, have whatever you wish. I'd be like, or like oh. Willy Wonka, like Willy Wonka. It is stressful for me to be at their yes. house. It's so overwhelming. Carrie, I remember when I was there too, it's wall to wall. Like it's all the way around. You can't move in any direction with have it, having it right there. Any kind of food you can imagine. Yep. If you crave a Pringle, oh, there it is. You crave a, crave a, a hot tamale with fake uh, red dye in it. Oh, there it is. Do you want something salty? Oh, there's caramel corn, popcorn. I mean, it's awful. And it is literally a stressful experience for me to be over there. Um, unless I just make myself sit in the living room and not think about it. It is just, it's, it's overwhelming. It's too much for me. If I were around that all the time, I absolutely would gain weight. I mean, do I have control over myself? You know, somewhat, but I'm a proximity eater. Christy and I've talked about this before on this uh, podcast. If it's around me, I went into an office the other day. Christy had to spend a couple hours there and they had baby candy bars on the filing cabinet. Now I didn't need them mostly because it was like almond joy and mounds. I'm just saying nobody, nobody want to waste their calories on that crap. <laughs> but it was, if I worked in that office, that would be stressful for me. Like why, why have it there? I, I just don't get it. I think it'll be a surprise to some of you to hear this, that I have about a three day limit on my willpower. I do. It's three days. And that has that it's been tested. That's been tried and true. Like I know it's been tested. I have three days, sis. And I that's why I asked you that. Well, (laughs) that's why you get three whole days. You know, and it's funny because that's why I asked you, like, please don't bring home junk food. Because when you're around a loving family that loves you no matter what, and they're not going to say anything, it's way too easy. It's way too easy. And then it's just a slippery slope. So I have discovered that I have a three-day window. Now, we have a lot of extended family who live in California. And all the members of my dad and mom's side of the family are obese and overweight. And they just junk food, junk food, junk food, junk food, junk food. It's junk food everywhere. And Carrie, a couple of times before COVID, we were actually planning planning an event out in Lake Tahoe and that got canceled. And I was actually having anxiety about going to, we were going to have a family reunion and everything like that. And I was like, oh boy, 
How long can I stand it? And I was like, sis, it needs to be one day because I don't have the willpower very long to continue to just hold off of that. Because when you are around people who eat like crap, it it is contagious. And eventually, I mean, you hope that your good habits rub off on them. But when there's enough of them, it's like a pack of hyenas. Yeah. And it's not even just the junk food and the candy. It's the potato casserole, the bread It's stuff that Christy and I just aren't around. And it's it is really challenging. I, I would have to agree with you on that. I can't believe you have three whole days. I'm I still can do it really, three days. I'm yeah. really impressed with that. <laughs> now, when I used to go to Europe a lot, when Miles and I used to go to Europe, I think we've been 11 times. So I've been through this a lot. We would go for two weeks at least. I could do all, the whole first week with being perfectly good. But if I slipped up, it seems like the second week was hard. So on the trips to Europe, I seem to do better. But these little mini trips I take, man, three days is my max. And I am good. I can hold strong by my like in a room full of like by myself with no reinforcement my own sheer willpower and determination can last me three days but katie bar the door past that i i'm telling you i start to break down just like a lot of you guys do because obesity is contagious bad eating habits are contagious cursing is contagious you know negative thinking it's all that stuff because it's not that you are what you eat you are what you see and hear and believe and the people it's, it's a lot of things feeding into you it's so many other things. And I, I think that we just have to guard our hearts. You know, we have to guard and take a look at the people around you. And Christy and I have said this countless times, but now we have scientific studies to back it up. I feel like we're so much more justified. You know, if you're around this, if you're letting it into your life, if you're letting it into your newsfeed, if you're letting it into your heart, if you're listening stuff, if you're watching the food channel when you're hungry at night, all those things, even the great British baking show, which I love Christy, I have to watch after I eat eat something and I'm not hungry. Otherwise, if I'm hungry, it'll kind of trigger me to want, and I don't even have, I don't know how I would go in and make sweets. What am I going to make a code red waffle? I mean, you know, as I don't even have it with sugar-free syrup, you know, it's like, but it, it is really, it's really hard for me. Now I find, isn't it funny, Christy? I have limits. Like, so when our family comes to visit Christy, if our mom decides to drink wine, which she enjoys a glass of wine, that would not tempt me at all. I don't want her wine that ugh, none of that. If our niece, Ellie, I hope she listens to our podcast. I'm almost sure she doesn't. If she brought her own candy and stuff, as long as she put it up in her room, it wouldn't bug me because I won't go in someone's room and get something. Yeah. Go dig like, it through yeah. their bag. <laughs> yeah, I won't dig through their bag where I know you got M&Ms in here. <laughs> if someone brings it in, even if I wasn't thinking about it, it will start to trigger a cascade of a cascade of longing of cravings. It's amazing. I could not even be thinking about it. But if Christy was like, hey, how does pizza sound? Christy doesn't do this. But I'd be like, yeah. Then I'd be like, I really want pizza. Why? You weren't even thinking about pizza 20 minutes ago. It's really interesting. And, it, and that's why it makes it so easy to be around you, sis, is because we have the same lifestyle. We have a, we are in maintenance, so we exercise. That's a major part of the Code Red Maintenance Program. Everybody exercises every day. And it's just understood that Carrie and I are going to get up early and train. We're going to get up early and train. We're going to do our weightlifting. We're going to do our cardio every day single day. And it's like, and I've already like, we have an event coming up. I don't know. I don't remember when this is going to come out, but we have an event in Boise, three events uh, coming up in November 12th and 13th. And I'm already planning when, okay, Carrie's going to arrive. Her flight's going to land at 1143 AM. Okay. Then we're going to this. All right. So the next morning I'm going to, I know I have to be at breakfast at this time. When can we, we can get up at four. And then we, like, I'm already planning it, sis. And that's the way we do things. We're also taking this whole 
be passed by the time this comes out to Salt Lake City to do some filming. And I'm already planning on what trail we want to hike and where we want to go and how I plan it out. But it's based around good, healthy choices. And that's the kind of influence. So, yes, obesity is contagious, but good health is contagious as well. I always say if Christy and I lived together, we would have like burger and veggies and that'd be it. Sorry, I was looking over here. The geese are right at, you guys don't know this if you've never seen my house, but I have windows all around this room and there are French doors right here and the geese love to come up and look in at me and see, what are you doing? What are you doing? So they, but all I can see out of the corner of my eye is a blur of white. And it's like, what are they doing? So I'm sorry about that there. They can hear Christy's voice and they know her like a shepherd. (laughs) They hear her voice and they know her. Christy's farm sat for me. And my animals all think that she's it. Whatever. Oh, I can't wait for you to come do it again. But anyway, but yeah, I, I, I'm looking forward to events with you. They don't stress me out. They don't cause me stress. They, I know that having you in my life has made me a healthier person all around. So who can you find in your life that you can strive to be more like other than Jesus, that you can look at how can I make this a better relationship? You know, how can I learn from this person? How can I glean from their habits? How can I be around them, you know, and, and, and be more like the good things I like in them? You know, we all, we all try that anyway. You guys know that's why we follow people on social media. I had someone say to me the other day, I follow you and Cameron Candace Burke, which I thought was hilarious because she's famous. She said, as a positive health Christian influencer, I was like, never thought of myself like that, (laughs) but thank you very much. You know, well, there is kind of, I I don't know. I I used to think of it as a downside, but there's something that happens to me. If I walk into a room, a restaurant of people that I know are in there, it's like flipping on a light and the cockroaches scatter. That's yeah. what people do. They run from me. I'm going yeah. to the Costco food court. If I get recognized or if I recognize a client and they notice and they're mid, they've got a pizza, you know, the dollar fifty for a Diet Coke and a slice of pizza and they've got it mid mouth, you know, and it is it's. And so I bring out this something in people. Maybe I hope it's not shame and guilt, but just my presence in a situation is automatically people start stammering over themselves and say, oh, oh, so, so I, you know, I carry, I mean, just the other day and Miles and I were downtown sitting at an outdoor cafe during a festival and just listening to music. We had the dog and people three different times, people walked by and one lady walked up to me and said, I just want you to know, just seeing you makes me want to get back on track. Well, I think that's amazing. But a lot of times, you know, I get reactions like that. I get reactions like, Hey, uh, hey, Christy Code Red. And I say, hi, I don't know this person. I just want you to know that. And they confess to me like a priest, you know? And so uh, possibly, I don't know, maybe that is what's bringing, that's the influence that I have on them as a healthy influence. So it can go both ways, guys. That's funny. That reminded me of that office I was uh, visiting. They dished me up a bunch of pumpkin cheesecake. So I was like, thank you so much. I was like, do you want me to bring the dish back? They're like, no, don't worry about it. So I pulled up to get fuel and dumped the entire thing in the garbage. <laughs> Well, you know, I probably shouldn't admit that on here in case these people listen, but it's like, the truth is I know myself. If I bring it home, I'm going to eat some. And then Brandon's going to have some. He doesn't need that. And Marie is going to have some. They don't need that. I may give a bite to the dogs. They don't need that. I don't want to, I don't want to make them diabetic doggies. You know I mean? So it is, it's just this, it is this idea that what the choices you make influence everyone around you and their choices influence you. If Brandon and I are driving somewhere and he eats earlier than me and he's like, oh, I'm hungry. I don't have to say, I used to say, oh, okay, we can stop. 
you know, we don't eat out that much, but we can stop. It's fine. Like we can eat somewhere. Now I go, well, I'm not hungry. Like we can grab something for you. And I'm really good about not being a jerk, but just, I'm, I'm not hungry. Right? Like I just ate you eight hours ago. So I'm not hungry, but he'll go, oh, well, I'll just, he, he, he's like Christy. He can wait all day to eat. So he'll say, oh, I'll just eat when we get home. I thought maybe if you were hungry, you know, that kind of thing used to be that I would totally be like, oh, let's stop for him. And that was not a good choice for me. So you really have to stand your ground and know what your plan is and what you believe in. Otherwise the people around you will sway you inadvertently or advertently. I mean, Mm -hmm. it's not sometimes their fault. It just could be somebody's just saying, are you hungry? Cause I'm hungry. Well, I'll just grab jerky, Brian says. And when we get home, I'll have something to eat. That'll be fine. You know what? I would like to see you guys all be the positive influence in other people's health journey. You know, when before COVID, we used to travel and do other events, the Code Red team, and we would bring the Code Red team. And there were different people that we'd bring because our events were huge and we needed a lot of help. We really pared them down because it's just too much work. And we would travel and everybody knew that we go to bed early and we get up early and that's just, and so people just shifted and adjusted to go to bed early. I mean, no, none of the code red team members, none of the staff were out at the club dancing topless on a bar, half drunk. They weren't doing that. It's like, they know that that's what kind of lifestyle we all have. We go to bed early. We get up early. We're all refreshed and ready to go. We drink our water. We don't eat late. We don't snack. We don't like, we don't abuse food, alcohol, and sugar. And so all the whole team did this. Everybody shifted and pivoted, not really even that much because that's kind of how their life is anyway. But everybody just, we all just, people are very, uh, they can adjust. They really can. But I really would rather see people adjust to your type of healthy lifestyle instead of you always adjusting to everybody else's. I noticed that certain corporations, Chrissy, and and when we were writing custom programs, when you were writing them and I would help you and I would medically screen them, I would notice that people would say things like, well, I'm getting ready to go to my annual whatever conference. And the expectation is that you Mm. eat late, that you stay out, that you're going to drink a lot, that you're going to be like the rounds on me, you know, that kind of stuff. That was the expectation of that was the corporate culture of Mm. these companies. And a lot of them said, I don't know how to get out of this. And that would be a terrible place to be if I felt like the corporate culture of Code Red was another song, another round. Woo! You know, we're up till three. We go to a meeting at six. You know, we don't care. You know, and if that was the culture, that would be pretty tough. I'm glad that we promote a culture of health and you can promote a culture of health within your own family, within your own friend group, within your own And, you know, I was just talking to our mom about this. We were talking about how to give people tips and tricks for the holidays. And I said, mom, one of the ones you need to tell people is that this is the expectation during Thanksgiving in our house. Mm. I will make breakfast. After that, I will make a mid meal. It will be these items. If you want something different, then feel free to bring it. That's what we're doing. We're not having food on the counter all day long. And mom was like, that's such a good idea. You have to set up the expectation. That's a family expectation that you're setting up. So within your own family, your own culture, your own community, your own friend group, you get to set the expectations. Who says they get to set the expectations? There you go. And that's going to be part of my presentation. I think I'm going to do an expectation. I'll do a presentation at the conquering the holiday events, and it's going to be called stand firm. 
And and we're going to talk about why you always have to give in. Why can't they just bend to you? And, you know, Carrie, I have a friend, Jen Luddington, that I've brought up. We've been friends for a decade, a dozen years now. Anytime we get together, she lives in a different town a couple hours away. But anytime we get together, it's automatically assumed we'll get together for a hike. The only time we ever get together for coffee or even food is if it's raining. It's just understood that would you like to meet? I mean, I don't even have to say, do you want to meet for a hike? Do you want to meet means do you automatically just means we're going to go for a hike. I mean, it's move, it's move, it's move, you know, and, and it's really nice. I have another friend, Sybil next door to me. And we, we also do the same thing. You know, do you want to go for a hike? Let's go for a hike. I don't have friends that say, do you want to go out to eat? And it's like, and it, it's a, it's amazing. It's just nice that that's the first thing I think about is moving our bodies because that's what we believe in maintenance. We believe in, in something that we do the rest of our life. We move our bodies. We honor our bodies by moving our bodies. And it's just nice to have friends that that is automatically their idea of fun. Yeah, I love that. I mean, even, even if you do go out for a meal, Christy, it's not face down in a pile of pancakes. It's people that respect right. where you are in your journey and where they are in their journey. You know, it's the exact same thing. It's the cheapest meal too. It's like you got two waters. And you got two chicken salads, you know, it's like, would you guys like some dessert? No, have you, did you save, did you save room for dessert? No, thank you. Would you guys like a refill? No, thank you. How about a starter? Would you like some cheese sticks? No, thank you. We'll just wait for our chicken salad. I mean, it's amazing. And when I'm around my friend, Jen, I eat a lot less. And when I'm around Sybil, I eat less. So both of them are about the size of my finger, but they, they just, they don't eat and they eat super slow. And it's nice because it influences me. So to bring this back around, is obesity contagious? Absolutely. We've got the study, a 32-year study of over 12,000 people to show you. And we're not just making this up because Christy and Carrie are fat shaming. That's not what we're doing. But good health and good decisions are also contagious. Who are you hanging around? Who's in your newsfeed? Who's on your the, the speed dial of your phone? Who's in your ear? Who's in your ear? Who is in your ear? And it's just like, so Christy's niece, my daughter, Courtney is vegetarian. When she comes to my house, I respect that. I don't say, oh, have some chicken. Or, I mean, I don't necessarily even necessarily completely agree with being a vegetarian, but that's fine. That's her journey. That's fine. So, but I don't, it should be the same. If you are eating code red, people should be as respectful of that. Your friend group should be as respectful and it can be contagious to the other people you're around. It really shouldn't. If they aren't, then you need to really look at your friends and remember that that is that my mom used to say, the men you date are the men you're going to marry. Well, it's true. The people you hang around with are the people you're going to end up like. You know, my uh, ex-husband, Jason Nickel, where I got the name Christy Code Red Nickel, Jason Nickel grew up in Broomfield, Colorado, and his best friend was, uh, his name is... Edris was his last name. What was his first name? I uh, just escapes me. And so they've been best friends now for their entire life. And they both were athletes and they both were trying to get college scholarships, which Jason ended up getting a college scholarship to Ole Miss as a running back. The whole time that they grew up, they were with each other and they were a positive influence on each other. So they never did drugs. They never drank. They always got good grades. They all, they stayed out of trouble because they had each other as a positive influence. And I specifically remember him saying that he said, I didn't cause any trouble. I didn't, I didn't do any of that stuff because of him, Jeremy, Jeremy Edris. And he said, because of Jeremy, cause I, that we made up our mind that we would just, we, go, we went to, he said, one time I went to a party and someone was snorting Coke off of a CD and we were just like, well, we'll see you later. We're out of here. You know, they had each other. And that was a great example of someone who, had a great childhood growing up and made really good decisions because of his friends. 
I love that. I really do. And he turned out to be a good guy. Yeah. So not, not I, the good, not the right guy for me, but he made yeah. somebody very happy later on. And that's okay. That is okay. Christy. I support you in that. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. No kidding. So we hope that this podcast of, Oh, is obesity uh, contagious cause you to stop and think, you know, maybe it's time to clean out the newsfeed. Maybe it's time to, to examine who you hang around with. You are the sum of the five people you hang around with the most. You hang around the most. You are your friends are your future. Show me your friends. Also, you say the same thing to your kids for crying out loud. You know, little Johnny's acting like a jerk. It's because he's been hanging around with little Timmy and little Timmy's parents allow him to do that. And he starts getting an attitude. He starts getting a smart, smart aleck remarks. You don't like, you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. We don't treat, we don't act like that in this house. Guys, you know it to be true, but is it happening to you? Take a good, long, hard look at your life and figure out if this is really the path you want to go down. Any last words, sis? No, that is excellent. I, I love it. I just, I just think of my mom, the menu day, the menu Mary. And it's true, guys. It's time to take stock in the people that are close to you. And we're not saying get rid of people. We're just saying take stock in how their lives can be influencing you. That is one thing. I think you should get rid of people. (laughs) Get get rid of people if they're not lining up with your life. (laughs) No. (laughs) Podcasters, pause, pause. Kick them out. I kick people to the curve, but I'm a little bit extreme. I'm the female version of Brandon here. I know. Done. Done. Yeah. Done. Yeah. Right. 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 I just like done. I'm done. I mean, it, I just, I don't know. I don't have very much tolerance for that, but maybe, maybe instead of being, maybe you could fall some, somewhere between Carrie and Christy here, you know, and find that happy medium. But I think we can all do just a little bit better at choosing better influences in our life and, and what direction is it sending your life? So, all right, you guys, we will see you on the next episode of rebel weight loss and lifestyle. We'll see you in the code red app. You guys have a good one. Thank you. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of rebel weight loss and lifestyle. If you're not subscribed,